recording recording now hi i'm trevor and i'm kyle and, and just say this is catching up on cinema yeah you you have not stumbled across some other mysterious podcast this is still catching up on cinema however uh the format of this episode is going to be a little different we're going to be trying something new um so i have a website open right now that lists uh current and future blu-ray releases uh so kyle and i are kind of on the hunt for what's to come and maybe some inspiration for future catching up on cinema episodes so we're going to be looking through this catalog um starting from blu-ray releases <laughs> of october 16th so the day of recording uh moving forward for as many pages as we you know fucking feel like yeah because i have like a little bit of uh i think adhd is that uh my brain's not let me focus on one idea i just like oh, we should do this we should do that we should do this and like maybe this is a good way for us to kind of hone in like yes that had not occurred to me because <laughs> <laughs> i'll just be sitting there like oh we gotta do this yeah there's a lot of snapping and and head shaking yeah. and rapid blinking that happens Fuck. while we're recording i it's... can't write fast enough uh <laughs> and if you don't know this about trevor you probably don't unless you've been in his apartment uh he is a huge blu-ray collection and i try to collect blu-rays i have more amazon purchases i think on my account but uh yeah i'm i'm slowly but surely trying to well, get my blu-ray digi- collection digital up. media is the, the wave of the future <laughs> the future the wave of the future yeah. um however i i have my old school mentality i like my physical media i mean i still consume digital media for sure but I don't know. There's just something about having something yeah. on a shelf that just really appeals to me. The um, artwork and it's and you can just go up and like you know what? That's what I'm in the mood for right yeah, now. Yeah, I mean, my brother and I talk about this all the time. That the the lost charm of the video store mm-hmm. oh, of, I love of it. being able to pick something off the shelf and just going by the cover art, mm-hmm. just making a choice to commit to this. Where it's like, you know what? I know this cover doesn't reflect the actual <laughs> contents of the film, but god damn it, you got me. If it's a horror movie from the '80s or the '90s. The content is not on the cover. Oh, yeah. No, um, I mean, the best example that comes to mind is uh, uh, The Deadly Spawn. Have you ever heard of no. this movie? I've probably seen the cover for it. Holy shit. It has, like, the most awesome 80s horror movie like cover art you'll ever see. And I think the first time I ever saw it was behind a beaded curtain Ooh. at a mom-and-pop rental store. Nice. And it was a big box. It was so a, like, it was a, it was oh, like okay, a double yeah. tall VHS box. Gotcha. And it was gorgeous and it was terrifying. It was like one of those things where you're a little kid and you run away from it because it's scary, but then you come back because you're an idiot and you like the feeling it gives you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then not those feelings. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> but the actual movie is, I mean, it's very ambitious. I mean, we just talked about Evil Dead. It yeah. kind of has that feel to it where it's like, hey, let's take the camera outside and make a movie. So the the special effects were very very good for what they had yeah but not measuring up at all to the cover <laughs> anyway so let's get to this catalog um, so actually right off the bat i see this blu-ray release for black widow never heard of it but i can tell from the front it is either late 40s early 50s um film 1954 1954 uh that's an interesting thing i've wanted to do uh catching up on cinema where we've neither neither one of us has seen the movie and it's a very old movie like this um because i feel like well, I'm better than you because I've seen more old movies than you, but we need to... That, that is a thing among <laughs> cinema snobs, by the way. I've seen more... Or you're that or more French films than you. I've seen Breakfast at Tiffany's. I'm better than Trevor. Um, this is true. <laughs> I, 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 you know, I, I can't uh, beat that. I'm but sorry. No, I would like to go back and watch some of these older movies, and specifically some older, not probably not great movies, because uh, I don't want to go back and watch like Citizen Kane or uh, what's the Marlon Brando... 
old memories in a white on on the waterfront or i think so oh, oh streetcar named desire yes. is the one you're talking yes, about street, Stella. yeah <laughs> i feel like i need to watch that but it's not something i'd want to do i know all of those by reputation but i've not seen any of them because yeah. i'm a terrible person um i want to watch vampire from 1932 um german uh, german vampire film mm. um that's that's that'd be something fun to do i don't know so yeah, this uh, Black Widow movie, I don't recognize anyone in the cast. We got Van Heflin, Ginger Rogers, Gene Tierney, George Raft, Peggy Ann Garner sounds familiar, but yeah. um, clearly a film from 1954. It looks like authentic cover art. Um, dang, li- limited edition to 3,000 copies. Oh, wow. Uh, so a collector's yeah, Blu-ray. Let's see what else we got. What else we got from October 16th? Nothing else that's really popping out to me. Cause Ash I... vs. Evil Dead, the Ooh, complete no, collection, no 2015 shit. to 2017. <laughs> Damn, I'm still working through it, but that look, might be look something. Look at that. Look at that handsome mug. Let's go to that. Big Bruce Campbell fans here. Um... Look at that. You get a Bruce Campbell action figure. You, oh, get, a bobble you get a Bruce Campbell bobblehead. You get Kyle. a bobblehead. Kyle. I might just buy that. Come on, I might man. Just get that. Do it. Bite the bullet. Okay, I'll probably just buy that. Look, look, look at that smug smile. Yeah. Like you can't even tell what kind of emotion that is, but it, God, it's bring it back, America. <laughs> okay, so we got Ash vs. Evil Dead, the complete collection that came out today. And um, Night of the Living Dead, Ooh. apparently another re-release. Uh, no, no. Not sure who's distributing it. Let's see if we can figure that out. You know, I I do. F Y E F Y E. Holy shit! They still exist. <laughs> no. I didn't know that. Um, fiftieth anniversary exclusive. collection. So F Y E is apparently still in existence, existence, and apparently we're at fifty years of Night of the Living Dead. You know, I don't really care for Night of the Living Dead, mostly because I'm not a big fan of zombie movies. Uh, I like I like black and white films. I have no problem with that. It's just not not a big fan of zombie films. You know, uh, someone told me the other day that they actually went to see that in the theater in uh, Edmonds. Hmm. Um, they have like free screenings, and I guess that was the one for the day. Oh, no kidding. Um, I saw it when I was a little kid, and it creeped me out a little bit. I liked it. Real quick, we are not sponsored by them, but as you were saying, going to the video store. If you're ever in Seattle, go to Scarecrow Video. Uh, great selection of. Uh, it's supposed to be like one of one of, if not the best collections of cinema in the country. It it definitely at should. least available to the public anyway. I've heard other podcasts uh, drop their name before. Yeah, no, it's it's a thing. It's a it's a staple of the community. <laughs> Sorry, I'm putting Mandy on my list before I forget. Uh, oh yeah, because I'll end up like, well, what was I gonna? What was I? What gonna was I gonna catch today? up on over the weekend? Oh, and if you, if anybody knows where I can get Junkhead 2017, the the Japanese, the yeah, Japanese... there's a Japanese stop motion animated film that um, I cannot find my, it. To my knowledge, it hasn't gotten a release in, oh. in this country. It may not have even come out in Japan yet. Because what I showed you was a trailer, and, you know, stop motion sometimes takes a while. It came out in 2017. Huh. Uh, I'll have to do some research for you. I can probably find it. Okay. Um, what else we got from today? We got uh, a lot of DreamWorks re-releases. Yeah. Uh, Sing, Minions, Despicable Me, I don't care. Ant-Man, I couldn't stand the first one, so I don't so plan Ant-Man on watching and the, the second Wasp, one. Ant-Man and the Wasp uh, came out today uh, on 4K, Blu-ray, uh, Ultra HD, and... Uh, yeah, I, I wasn't terribly impressed. I don't think I don't think Ant Man exists to impress anyone. It's, it's like who terrible. in their right mind could 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 at all get like emotionally attached to these characters and their adventures. Not I. I mean, I'm just kind of glad that Michael Douglas is still alive. That makes me happy. Um, but yeah, Paul Rudd does very little for me in the role. Um, the character, his capabilities are interesting, but not enough to make me want to 
give the money to see him. I only like Michael Douglas. Yeah, Michael Douglas is great. I like that. But that's enough said about Ant-Man. Yeah. I got nothing. <laughs> to, Killing Mo- to Kill a Mockingbird got a Blu-ray release. Interesting. Oh, yeah. It's probably just a re-release. Um, yeah. A lot of these are going to be that. Like, uh, A Million Di- a Ways to Die in the West. R.I.P.D. R- oh, my God. <laughs> Holy shit. They Who re-released is... that, huh? What um, is that? What is that? Ooh. Short Night of Glass Dolls from 1971. That is curious. I might have to watch a trailer. Uh, dig the cover art. I love the cover art. Uh, Twilight Time. Uh, Paralyzed. I don't recognize this distributor, but this is another limited edition. Uh, there's apparently going to only be 3,000 copies of this Blu-ray. Interesting. You should probably buy it. <laughs> <laughs> you buy it! <laughs> I... The corpse of reporter Gregory Moore, Jean Sorrell of Lizard in a Woman's Skin, is found in a Prague plaza and brought to the local morgue. But Moore is actually alive, trapped inside his dead body and desperately recalling how the mysterious disappearance of his beautiful girlfriend, Barbara Bach, of The Spy Who Loved Me, uh, that was a Roger Moore, um, led to a terrifying conspiracy of depravity. Sounds good. (laughs) And... 1971 that was when they were getting like kind of mean with their movies i think the cover art is i think it might be doing more for the film than the actual film i don't know somebody wanted it on blu-ray so it might not be too bad you know the the wildest shit appears on blu-ray these days um what else we got uh kick ass too you can do anything else with your time come to the greek uh that's funny the best man these are all all re-releases um apparently a, a new my Little Pony movie. Uh, oh, this is one I was looking forward to. Generation Wealth. It's a documentary called Generation Wealth. Um, there, there's a book that goes with it. Um, yeah. I think the book was released some time ago, but this is a documentary that I think was made concurrently with the book. Um, if I remember right, the author is a famous photojournalist. It's a lady. Um, I read excerpts from the book, and I was really impressed with it um i'm very curious to see how this is because it's just like following obscenely wealthy individuals and seeing what what this culture does to people real quick yeah um in the death of superman lives yeah is marlon brando mentioned in that uh i don't think you can talk about the superman movies the Salkind movies without uh mentioning marlon brando okay so we have a documentary about a movie that didn't get made, which we were super excited about, that had Marlon Brando involved. We have a documentary about a movie, The Island of Dr. Moreau, where the production was so the the set was so bad, and I would say that he might have single handedly driven that movie to the ground. I think him and Val Kilmer were actually in competition with to each see other who could, to, to see who could cause the most chaos. And then we have Hearts of Darkness, a documentary about how much trouble Coppola had filming Apocalypse Now. <laughs> Guess who's in that? Yeah. So apparently uh, Marlon Brando's difficult to work with. I kind of I was not aware of that. I kind of <laughs> want to do it, a, a, a podcast just about like how much of a piece of shit he is. <laughs> was. Thank God. Was. Yeah. Uh, not to mention other stuff that he's done. Yeah, no, he's he's done some shit. Jesus. Yeah. Wow. That that does kind of piece together way too perfectly, <laughs> doesn't it? That is crazy. There are three documentaries about movies going back, going to right. Should just make a documentary called Marlon Brando. What an asshole. What an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> so next page we got Mr. Cogburn. Eh, 
I'm guessing this is related to True Grit. Yes. Yeah, that's the, um, the True Grit. Weird science. Do you think that holds up? You know, I've never seen it. Ooh. I know. It's, there's some stuff in there that's not great, but it definitely has a baby face, Robert Downey Jr. and Bill Paxton at his finest. Nice. And that is Mrs. Steven Seagal, I do believe. Yeah. Uh, Kelly LeBrock. Yeah. Don't hate me because I'm beautiful. Um, Actually, liar, I, was just liar. Talk, I was just talking about Liar Liar. Yeah, like, I liar Liar got a re-release today. Uh, some anime called Heavy Object. Because we were talking about the cable guy. And like, oh. Cable guy's great. Oh, the oh, remake gosh. of Last House on the Left. I did not care for it at all. Uh, I f- it was just not. It wasn't yeah, anything. no, it's it's not much. Um, I think that it, the original is okay. It's still, it's not my favorite. It's a bit, it's a bit much for me. Yeah. Um, some more anime. Uh, Dance with the Devils, the complete series. You know, it's funny. If you... I peruse this website quite often. Mm-hmm. Um, man, they crank anime out like like really? gangbusters. Like I, it's kind of nuts. Um, just the sheer volume of it, and I'm sure I'm almost certain eighty percent of it, ninety percent of it is complete garbage. Probably, <laughs> but it's no Ninja Scroll. Just the packaging. Look at look at this. It just it looks enticing. I yeah. don't even know what the fuck it is, yeah. but it makes me kind of want it. Yeah, I just I'm, not, want... I'm not gonna buy it. But Trimmers Five. Oh my God. Oh. Um, is that Jamie Kennedy? It is. Oh, <laughs> um, I think I've seen this one. Oh my gosh! Um, when did you watch this? If I remember right, there's one more after this. Oh my god! I forget what it's called, but it takes place in the Arctic. This, I want this one. I think takes place in Africa. I want to put Jamie Kennedy in my Fast and the Furious uh, pile, where if uh, I don't, I try not to watch movies that have had the main cast from the Fast and the Furious movies in it. <laughs> like if it's got if it's got Vin Diesel in it, I'm fine. If it had Paul Walker in it, I'm, like, I'm fine. <laughs> Michelle Rodriguez, I'm fine. Jamie Kennedy, nah, no, yeah, no, we, absolutely not. The world does not need more Jamie Kennedy. No, he he had his moment. He, he had, had his, his chance. moment. He had Malibu's Most Wanted, which had three funny scenes, and that's all he should have been given. Uh, what else we got? Mostly just re-releases. Um, Lucy, I haven't seen, I haven't heard anything about it. I saw it in the theater. Oh, yeah, how was it? Um, if I remember right, Luke Besson? Yeah, it was Luke, that's oh, why I saw it. Oh, okay, that makes more sense. I'm like, why the fuck did you go see yeah, that movie? I, I went to see it with a person who had, like, some roots in France, and mm-hmm. they happened to really like Luke Besson and Scarlett Johansson. Everybody likes Scarlett Johansson. Um, oh, yeah. You know, I'm kind of lukewarm on her, but it seems, like, seems like a lot of ladies really like her. Uh... I guess. I mean, but she's. I mean, she's. She's popular with the fellas too. We just. I don't think they really want to see her movies as much. <laughs> but um, yeah, it's. It's kind of silly. Yeah. Um, it's not. It's not as ambitious as say like the Fifth Element. Like mm-hmm. it doesn't have that level of, of energy to it. But it's a fun concept. Okay. Uh, it's. It's worth a watch, but don't expect much. Just I, shut your brain off and enjoy it. I really liked Atomic Blonde. You kind of undersold that movie. I thought it was pretty good. Yeah, um, I think the way I sold Atomic Blonde to Kyle was uh, it's a average spy thriller with an amazing 10-minute set piece. Great 10-minute set piece, beautifully shot. I thought it was, oh, it was that, shot very that, well. That whole 10-minute action sequence is brilliant. Yeah. Like, um, kudos to the stunt team and Charlize Theron. She put in her time for Oh, sure. she's great. Um, Did you guys know that Charlize Theron's great? <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, and... Uh, Spe- special special note for me, only person on the fucking planet who gives a shit. Uh, Daniel Bernhardt Mm-mm. is uh, the heavy in that movie. Um, 
you know the the scene I'm talking about, the ten minute action scene in the mm-hmm. apartment complex. Yeah, like that long protracted fight oh, she has with the one guy. That one guy. That's yes. Daniel Bernhardt. He, he took over for Van Damme in Bloodsport two through four. <laughs> Good lord. And uh, he was in John Wick, and he has one. He's in like one shot of Logan. It's kind of amazing to see this guy who was doing direct to video uh, martial arts movies in the '90s show up in some of the biggest action movies of the 2010s. Hmm. I, it, I got a kick out of it. I was like, holy shit! That's the replacement for, for Van Damme! <laughs> At least you call him by his name, the replacement for Van Damme. Yeah, and uh, like I think just last year they uh, th- there's a movie called Kill Em All. Nice title, right? Yeah, right? It even has an apostrophe in it. That sounds familiar. Um, the only interesting thing about it other than the fact that van damme insists on casting his son in like all of his movies now <laughs> is a uh, it stars van damme but daniel bernhardt plays the heavy in it so you get to see the star of Bloodsport versus the star of Bloodsport 2 <laughs> and i got a kick out of it it's, it was it was cute um moving on what do we got on the next page here um oh orson wells touch of evil I was I know I know that to be a, a film that's often referenced. Again, something I know by reputation but haven't seen. Only, it's Pat the movie. Oh my god. <laughs> got a re release. That's a problem. Wow. Uh, I don't know how I don't know how that got a Blu ray release. How would kids today like that's not gonna be received it would not have been received well if it had been released now. Like it would no, not be good. Th- I don't think this is okay anymore. I don't think it's okay. Uh, I don't think it needed a Blu ray release either. Um, uh, have you seen Everest? No, I haven't. Uh, it got a re-release. It was solid. It's not yeah. bad. Um, yeah. Very visceral filmmaking. Um, it, you feel it's kind of like the gray, where it makes oh, you feel miserable man. the whole time you're watching it. <laughs> Kazam! Kazam got a re-release uh, today. Uh, uh, oh, an American Tale. Oh yeah, nice. I love American Tale. Although I watched Five Will Goes West. Many, way more times. Way, yeah, more, way times. more It was like Ninja Turtles and Ninja Turtles 2 when I was a kid. Was Dom DeLuise a voice in An American Tale? Oh, absolutely. Was, I knew he was in the second one. I don't remember the first I think first his name one. was Tiger, the, the fat cat. Yeah. <laughs> oh, he's great. Breakup, uh, great movie. A lot of fun. Yeah, I actually, I actually really enjoy that one. It's really fun. As far as like, it's an unconventional rom-com, but I still kind of file yeah. it under rom-com. It's, it's actually pretty good. It's who it was for, people who like rom-coms. But it's got Vince Vaughn. Yeah. Um, Trying to keep it PG-13. <laughs> Oh, uh, Max Steel. What the fuck is Max Steel? So Max Steel was a, I think it was like a Hasbro toy. Oh my goodness. Yeah, it was, like, was kind of like a Stretch Armstrong type toy, except he was a secret agent. And they made a CG animated cartoon about him that I remember came in. It came on during a time slot that I, I hated it for it, where it's like, this is my after school time. I don't want to walk, fucking watch Max Steel because I was too old for it by then. Life with Louie for me. Yeah. Oh, shit. I love that show. I liked Animaniacs. Um, I was much more of an Animaniacs fan. No, Life with Louie was fantastic. Um, Animaniacs, good times too. But Max Steel, nobody gives a shit about Max Steel. But apparently, um, this movie was in like development hell for a while and it, it came out like two years ago with a whimper. And now it's on Blu ray again. Uh. What do we got? Mallrats got a Blu-ray release. Nice. I'm sure. I'm sure it's a re-release. There's no way that's the first time it's on Blu-ray. Trevor's never seen Mallrats. I have. No, you haven't seen Clerks. That's what it is. I haven't seen Clerks. Just... Um, 
City Slickers. City Slickers is a good nice. one. Nice. Um, what do we got here? Die Hard. Arizona. Do you know anything about this? I think no. I saw a trailer for this. Uh, Arizona, starring Danny McBride. I'm kind of tired of Danny McBride at this point. Uh, he's tried to do serious. It was fine. He's funny. I get it. I'm just. I'm kind of over Danny McBride at this um, point. Topical. Uh, the fella who David Gordon Green, I think, directed the the Halloween movie that's dropping this week. Oh, okay. Um. If I recall, he and Danny McBride work together as writers. Like, they, they're like a duo. Mm -hmm. um, so you might be sick of them, but you're getting them whether you want them or not. Great. <laughs> but yeah, I remember seeing a trailer for this, and, and it has kind of that tone, and even this image we're looking at. It's Danny McBride doing his Danny McBride-ist. His, his angry Danny McBride But face. he's got blood on his face, and he's holding a gun at me, uh, uh. so I don't know what to make of that. And even the font is kind of like... It almost reminds me of like matinee or something, <laughs> but I'm curious because I did see a trailer for that and it was uh, enigmatic. I didn't quite know what to make of it. Looks better than the trailers for that that hotel. What the 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 hotel with Liam? Oh, and Chris Hemsworth. Like, and... What bad times of the El Royale or something? God, that movie's gonna suck. Uh, oh, go, can you go back real quick? Sorry. Sure. Back to page two. Uh, Parenthood. Well, there's another one. Well, oh, what's down in that corner? Third. That's anime. Okay, I couldn't. I couldn't See, tell what it was. I, I can just tell based on the shapes. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's like, oh, the design's really good on them. One, it's it's probably anime. <laughs> oh, gotcha. Um, that's good. I just I, oh. I just remembered that. What we got here. So we're on the last day of today's releases. Oh, the Invasion of Body Snatchers. Uh, which one though? Oh, it's the original. Yeah. Nice, 1956. Kevin McCarthy. Um, I know him from uh, what UHF. Mm. Uh, oh, you haven't seen UHF? Mm -mm. Oh, that's good times. It's a uh, Weird Al Yankovic and uh, <laughs> Michael Richards, <laughs> and uh, yeah, Kevin McCarthy's in there. And also, I remember him from the Twilight Zone movies. Uh, that was a movie my dad made me watch when I was really young, and, and scared the shit out of me. <laughs> not the Chris Walken one, right? No. What are you thinking of? Twilight Zone? No. The Dead Zone. That's the Dead the Zone. The ice is gonna, is gonna break! break. <laughs> no, no Twilight Zone movie. Um, that was actually uh, when we were talking about uh, Nothing But Trouble. That was actually a movie that I was thinking back to when we were talking about that because um, Dan Aykroyd has a scene in the Twilight Zone movie where he's covered in makeup. Mm -hmm. And... I feel like he has a thing about that because there. It seems like he likes doing that. Like he likes wearing intense makeup. Like I watched uh, the Great Outdoors the other day, um, just on a whim because I, I was feeling like some John Candy. Yeah, <laughs> I think it was after I we want watched a piece of Candy. Yeah, yeah. I want a piece of candy. I want a piece of candy. Um, but yeah, I, I watched that just on a whim, and I this time as an adult watching it, I noticed that I think Dan Aykroyd was wearing one colored contact. And that helped. I think that's, I, I swear, I think this may just be a thing with him. I think he just gets off on having some sort of physical quirk in his characters. Hmm. I don't know, because he's great in Gross Point Blank. And he's, he's excellent. He's so good. His sandwich bag for his pistol is a, such a lovely prop. There's only there's only two good scenes. The fight with uh, Benny... The Jet Urquidez. Yes, with him, that's great. And then any scene with Dan Aykroyd. Oh, yeah. 
I just love his. I have a GIF on, saved on my phone, of course, of uh, him with his dual pistols. Yes, just and he just looks like he's outside. having the greatest fucking it's time. So good. Oh, it's so great. He's just fucking yeah. And just... I can't remember the line verbatim, but like he's they're having their conversation in the cafe, and he says something about fucking the hole after he shoots him. I'll be, he's like, I'll be blowing your fucking brains out when I come. But no, no, he like he turns vicious. Oh, okay. But he's like he's trying to say it in a hushed tone because like the waitress is walking by. The diner scene. He's going, pull, hold, I'm gonna pull a hole in your head. I'm gonna fuck the hole. Fuck the hole. That's when she comes up with their coffee. Oh, no, thank you. <laughs> it's it's great. But yeah, I think he just has a thing where he likes to get. He likes makeup and like physical shit. Because even in uh, Tommy Boy, he has the goofy hair. Oh, he does have the goofy hair and the weird accent. Like the exaggerated accent. So we're on, we're on the last page of uh, October 16th's releases. And uh, what do we see here? Cold Skin was one of the recommendations on Amazon when I watched um, Upgrade. Really? Yeah, that was like the first one. Cold Skin. Whoa. Yeah. Uh, Xavier Jens. Uh, 2017. I, Xavier Jens. I can't remember. Ray Stevenson. Is that? That's the Punisher. The second Punisher. Punisher Warzone. Mm. I'm curious now. Yeah. This name. Well, uh, the reason why I didn't look into it further was because it looked like. Oh, that. that's where I know him. Hitman. Oh, okay, okay. I like that video game adaptation. I don't. I know you don't. ABCs of Death. Uh, I thought it was Casey Affleck uh, on the front cover, so I'm like, eh, I'm fine. I think that's Ray Stevenson. That's Ray Stevenson. The, 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 the young, hobo fella. The, the younger guy looked like, um... Ooh, this this, I, this looks know, like fun. This movie looks intensely Russian. <laughs> that may that may be me being totally off base, but... Oh, um, well, it's gotta be Russian. Uh, no, not, not... Cold skin. <laughs> what year? 2017? Yeah. Jesus Olmo wrote... Ray Stevenson, David Oakes, maybe? Or Ara Garrido? Hmm. I think it's this one. Well... Looking at these, there's a few things that popped in my head. Um, I I don't know how we could format it, but I really like every. I've liked all three of the Brando documentary series. <laughs> um, they're all really good. and They're all very fascinating. Um, like just you get a glimpse in what it takes to make a movie and what it takes to destroy a movie, basically. <laughs> um, and I I think the death of Superman lives is just. It, it breaks my heart because I would have loved a Tim Burton Superman movie. Um, it just would have we been. We all would have. We all would have liked You would have liked it if you don't even like Tim Burton. You know you would have watched that movie. Tim he's Burton. He's talking to you, the audience. The audience. Me. Yeah. Um, but this also makes me think because of Luke Besson, um, The City of Lost Children, or Children of the Lost City. I still don't know what City it is. City of Lost Children. City of Lost Children. Uh, a French movie that has Ron Perlman in it and. I've mentioned to you that you need to watch it, and mm-hmm. I own it. I watched it. I loved it so much. I bought it on Blu-ray halfway through. I'm like, I'm just gonna and own this. Again, one. Kyle is like not a collector. Even he just has a casual collection of films. So I, for him to spend money on a physical disc means it's worth his time. Generally, that's how I end up buying stuff. Is if I'm watching it, and I'm like, I'm gonna watch this again, and I want to watch it in the in the best condition I can, which is right now Blu-ray because I don't have a 4K player. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I kind of I, I think that. You should have to catch up on the the city of lost children because it's it's a really good film and I think that the set design is just awesome. Like it's okay. Well, I will catch up on that one at okay. some point. There's at least one more that I want to point out. Okay. Here. Uh, so we're still on October sixteenth. Um, Big Lebowski on four K. You should own it. Whatever, however you can get it, you should yeah, own it. If, it sounds like it's time for an upgrade for quite a few people out there. Um, 
There's apparently a special edition that comes with a bowling bag or something. Nice. <clears throat> uh, Dracula, yeah. 80s, 1972, Hammer film. Wait, who is... Uh, let me guess, is it... Uh... Is it Franklin Langella or is it Jack Palance? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's uh, Christopher Lee. Oh. And I think Peter Cushing may have still been in this. Yeah, Peter oh, Cushing wow. was in this one also. See, I've seen most of, but not all of the Hammer Dracula movies. They're good fun. Like, they're good trashy fun. <laughs> um, as was Ham- Hammer. Hammer movies in general are just good trashy fun. Yeah, I was going to say, as was Hammer. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> as um. was the Hammer. But yeah, this one took place in, like, modern times, but... One of the things I know about the the Hammer Dracula movies is it's really unfortunate, but Christopher Lee, I guess, was protesting all of the scripts after uh, after the first one he did, and uh, he limited his dialogue. Like he actually refused to say the lines, oh, and so they kind of had to like cut around that. So it hurt almost all of them. There's like four or five of them. Oh, really? And some of them are just like incomprehensible bullshit. This one was. I remember the opening of this one being really good because it starts with like a. Uh, uh, not a horse and buggy, but like a wagon chase, like a chariot, <laughs> okay. like not a chariot, but like you know what I'm talking about, like yeah, um, in like the streets of London or something. It's like Peter Cushing and Christopher Lee grappling, and then it and then it flashes forward to 1972 and we get hippies and stuff like you, that, and it gets stupid really fast. <laughs> you know, I'm not a big fan of vampire movies just because I think as far as a a, a horror villain goes, it probably has the most the most different kinds of movie like we have comedy we have action we have horror we have not so much horror we have the reimagining of the 2000s we have the reimagining with the twilight twilight movie by the way i was actually going to bring that up yeah um that was listed elsewhere on the list but while we were flipping through pages kyle noted that uh, one of the twilight movies is getting a re-release so i actually just moved from seattle i've lived here for about 10 years and i'm living down in uh, north carolina for a couple years probably end up moving back here uh, but I came back to uh, help out a friend with his business for a little bit while he leaves the country for a vacation. Um, and as soon as I got back and I got off the plane, I'm like, man, I, I just miss the landscape. I, I really enjoy the, the landscape of the Pacific Northwest, especially Seattle. It's beautiful here. And one thing I will say about those Twilight movies is, yes, they are garbage. They are the worst <laughs> movies. However... The cinematography is very good. The whatever, whenever we're actually getting landscape shots, it's BC. I think it's uh, Vancouver and a little I bit of Oregon as well. So. <laughs> but it, it's the same. Like you live here, it's the same. Evergreen thing. trees, all that business. And it's really nice. When I was watching, I'm like, oh, like, it makes me miss Washington. So I get that. I would buy it on Blu-ray just so I could have some of those scenes. You know, I I only saw up until the third movie, mm-hmm. and then I just gave up they're unwatchable well what happened was and i'm sure a lot of young men did this at a certain age (laughs) um you you put on these movies with the intention of like lampooning them of like doing a mystery science theater with them Mm -hmm. and just like ragging on them the entire time you're watching and they win Mm -hmm. they beat you (laughs) (laughs) because they're like two and a half hours long each and by the end of it you're just exhausted and you can't even summon the funny anymore because it's just like oh my god this is just you can only make fun of that twilight dude because that's how i know him as that twilight it's like trying to go 15 rounds with muhammad shrek oh get the reference what's his name? probably not but whatever what's his (laughs) name the the dude with the hair from twilight what's his name the main guy Oh, I want to say Edward Furlong, but no, that's not right. <laughs> uh, <fine. laughs> He's the opposite of Edward Furlong. 
Uh, is it? I can't think of what his name is. It's on the tip of my tongue, but I can't uh, remember it. You can only make fun of him for so long before you're just like, okay, I have to do something else with my day. Yeah. Oh, Robert Pattinson. Robert Pattinson. I Thank remembered you. that. I didn't look it up. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I mean. Like I said, I, I got like three in and then it dropped off, but I, I kind of want to start up again so I can see the last two. Because the first one, as far as I understand, of, of the last two, mm. is just wedding porn. And then the second one is more wedding, like post-wedding porn, but then... Uh, Michael Sheen shows up. Michael Sheen shows up. I'm fine. That's... I, and I, don't I feel like his makeup got worse because I saw him in like the third one. And then I saw some clips of him in the later ones, and I was like, oh, God, that, that doesn't look any better. <laughs> I don't like his face. I just don't like him. He bugs me. Did you ever see the movie with Sam Jackson where he tortures him the whole movie with uh, Homegirl from The Matrix? Black Snake Moan? <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, good job not mixing up your black actors like some people. No, he um, was in that. That was Christina yes, Ricci, yeah, and yeah, she was Christina. on a chain. That's a, I like pieces of that movie no, but no i have <laughs> um but no he uh michael sheen is like a uh, like an accused terrorist and sam jackson spends the whole movie torturing him basically well he's apparently a good actor because uh, there's uh the frost nixon movie i forget if it was an hbo movie or, or a you know an actual theatrical film but uh it's supposed to be very good um for a minute there he he was kind of typecast though um, Tron Legacy in particular. Oh, I didn't. Oh, you I'd... think he's annoying in Twilight? See him in Tron Legacy. He's just annoying in general. Yeah. Uh, Sorry. Yeah. If you're um, listening, Michael it, Sheen. I know Michael you Sheen. I, I, you know, he's he's probably got a Google alert whenever his name is dropped, so he probably heard this. Oh, someone's talking about me. <laughs> um, oh, that's not nice. <laughs> only other thing I wanted to point out here uh, on the October 16th releases is a movie that I actually have in my apartment right now i haven't watched it yet because i just got it like an hour ago by bust what is is that uh um vin diesel no that's a uh he he was in the ufc though um brian vera do you recognize that name no he was a okay guy he was an okay fighter he wasn't amazing Mm -hmm. Um, but by bust is a movie i've read about a year ago Uh, it's a filipino film I've never watched a Filipino film, like a serious Filipino film. Oh, okay. The only Filipino movies I've ever seen are just like schlocky ninja movies that were made by American crew, American or Italian crews that were filming in the Philippines because it was cheap. Gotcha. Um, but this movie is supposed to be kind of like akin to The Raid, but Filipino instead of Indonesian. Hmm. I got a lot of hype um, on like in certain circles obviously like mainstream audiences probably don't give a shit but um i saw the trailers for it when it was doing like film festival tours and it looked pretty fucking cool like the imagery looked good i heard the the choreography is not nearly on the level of the raid i mean nothing really is unfortunately we live in that kind of world gotcha (laughs) um we peaked too early (laughs) um but uh just the shots and the lighting and the concept looked like it would be a lot of fun and i'm curious to see it because like i said i've never seen a a serious filipino movie and it's supposed to be a very violent action movie and that's kind of what i'm about so i'll be watching this one i'll be catching up on by bust while kyle catches up on mandy mandy um 
Would you like to keep this going, or we think we're done? Let's check out one more page, because I have some pretty good ideas of what uh, what we could do. Okay, um, so now we're moving on to future releases. Future releases. So this would be October 18th. John Wick, fantastic movie. It took me, how many years? It took me, 2014? It took me four years to watch that movie. Yeah, how dare you? I, and people just kept telling me to watch it. You're like, you gotta watch it, you gotta watch it. I'm like, no, I don't want to watch it, because you keep telling me to watch it. Uh, this is how you are with Game of Thrones. Oh, yeah. I, <laughs> I've watched the first season of Game of Thrones, but I'm pretty sure I'm never going to finish it. Yeah, it's because you haven't seen The Red Wedding. I told you there That's are the other no reasons. I told you there are other reasons uh, for spite. The Evil Dead. I don't watch it for spite. The Evil Dead. Uh, 2013 has got its Blu-ray release. I'm sure it already had one. It probably originally came out on yeah, Blu-ray. Yeah, at the time of recording, we uh, we just finished we talking just about finished this it. like half hour ago. Yeah. Uh, Mamma Mia 2, I'm starring fine. Cher. I'm fine. Uh, sorry to bother you. Um, I heard a lot of good things about this uh, when it was in the theater. Unfortunately, I didn't go out to see it, but it's supposed to be very imaginative um, social satire, I guess. Hmm. Uh, yeah, it's supposed to be very good. Uh, okay. I remember seeing some trailers. Danny Glover's in there. It Ooh. made me happy. <laughs> uh, Creepshow, holy shit. Have you seen Creepshow? No, I haven't. It's a horror anthology movie. And it is oh, definitely is it from the, 1982. George Romero, Stephen King. Yeah. Oh, okay. I've been, I've gotten very close to watching it a few times, and I just haven't pulled the trigger. Oh, it's great times. Gotcha. Uh, the Stephen King sequence in particular, I think, is the centerpiece of the See, whole thing. Be, because I've seen Stephen King film adaptations, and the only one I really truly like is The Shining, um, and that's not because it's a Stephen King adaptation; it's because it's a Stanley Kubrick well, film. This one, the se- the sequence I'm talking about, has Stephen King in it. He's the star. I know that's what concerns me. I'm like, it's not even. It's he's in it. I'm like, oh, I don't it's, know about it's a, cele- it's a celebration of all things horror movies and just like shocky horror from you know years that came before. It's it's a great time. Misery, um, misery was great. Oof, yeah. Oof, yeah. Cock a duty. Oof, yeah. I actually read that's the only Stephen King book I've read all the way through I've read most of The Shining but I definitely read Misery oh wow um, speaking of Stephen King Maximum Overdrive is that the it's um, the it's a Stephen King he directed it oh uh, is it the uh, and the machines come to life and are killing people I'm thinking of the uh, Emilio Estevez um, the car movie what that's is, probably that. that's that yeah he's in it and uh what what's his face? The fellow that plays Commissioner Gordon in the Tim Burton Batman movies, oh, Hinkley or whatever. Pat Hink- Hinkley, May- something like that. No, maybe I'm getting his name. So wrong. no, I'm thinking of um, where Emilio Estevez gets um, bone snatched or what? <sighs> bone snatched. I've heard it someplace else. Uh, is but... it Repo Man, maybe. No, God. Damn it. Uh, Free Jack? Free Jack. Thank you. That's what I'm thinking. No, that's Mick Jagger. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. I'm like, (laughs) Free Jack? Uh, No, Maximum Overdrive. No, I've never uh, never seen Uh, that. This used to make the rounds on like TNT all the time. Oh, really? I used to watch it a lot. Um, I've never seen it. It's good times. Um, It is a heavy metal movie if ever there has been one. (laughs) Um, 86 heavy metal? uh, I know you don't like them and they aren't aren't technically heavy metal, but ACDC did some of the music for it. Um, fine. Uh, what else we got here? Well, well, we did mention Twilight. Can that's, you put your? That's your, getting a four K release, by the Criterion's way. Criterion's doing Sisters. Oh, is that not the Criterion? Brian De Palma's Sisters from nineteen seventy two. Yeah, that's the Criterion. Yeah, that's the Criterion symbol. 
So that's that's got to be a new release for them. Brian De Palma, um, he did. Um, I know the name. Uh, Dressed to Kill, I think. There's and, uh, another iconic Scarface. Horror. He did uh, another really iconic horror film. I can't think. Oh, of. Uh, I mean, he's a very prolific. Was an excellent director. He seems like his star started to wane at some point, but uh, very talented. And Carrie. Carrie, thank you, yeah. Carrie. That's what I mean, he that did. That was the big one. And that was early too. I'm like I know. I'm like it's like on the tip of your nose. Oh, Mission Impossible, and Carlito's Way, which I enjoyed. Yeah, that's right. He did the first Mission Impossible. Which is great. Um, Night of the Demons. That looks like a lot of fun. Um, this is not the first time this has been on Blu-ray, as far as I know. This is just like a steel book, so this is probably a super duper special edition. But this like is one of, of those movies that we were talking about cover art mm-hmm. earlier. Um, this is one of those movies you'd pass by at mm-hmm. like very at, much at the at the rental place and yeah there's this shot of a lady demon of some sort like putting something in her mouth and she has like this pale makeup it has kind of a pinkish hue to it that it's just chilling and it, as a young person especially it really jumps out at you I'm putting it on the list yeah Night of the Demons from 1988 that's something I've heard it's not as good as the cover but uh, I've heard it's some fun and I'd like to see if if the makeup effects are on that level because that cover is fucking badass um what else we got here um let's see uh did dead beat at dawn who is that 1988 uh this is an arrow release they tend to do movies of a certain type so like kind of like grindhousey kind of stuff oh um they do limited releases i don't recognize anybody in this uh jim van Brever directed I don't know also who. starred <laughs> Megan Murphy, John Bradley. What? I know no one in this yeah, movie. Yeah, it looks like, looks like a big-time B movie. 1988. Uh, after one too many encounters with the Spiders, a rival gang, the Ravens' leader's girlfriend tells him to quit the gang of or or it's Splitsville. Splitsville. He does so, but the leader of the Spiders is hell-bent on revenge and arranges the murder of the girlfriend. Damn. That, that ticks off the boyfriend, who wreaks havoc with the two gangs who have joined forces in order to pull off a security truck heist. I get nothing from that. No, it's not But it's kind of a cool me. cover, though. So, probably not going to bother with it, but, you know, now I know about that. Uh, Scorpion King, Book of Souls, 2018. I was telling Kyle, I don't know how many of these there are now. I think they're up to five or six. Infinite? Because <laughs> I, I, know, I know there was at least three that I saw a number wow. attached to. And I, I was telling him that I know Randy Couture took over from, I think, the second one. And I swear Lou, Lou Ferrigno showed up at least in one of them. So this might be like five or six. Jeez. Damn. Uh, talk about unexpected franchise. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. Um, the original Scorpion King got a Blu-ray release. Oh, the five movie collection, yeah. Oh, Five. Okay, so I was right. They're up yeah. to five. 2002 um, to 2018. 16, spanning 16 years. Jesus. Uh, Patient Zero. I saw a trailer for this um, attached to... 2018. Uh, I saw a trailer for this attached to Upgrade, which I watched just last night. Um, it's it's the fellow... Yeah, um, Game of Thrones lady. Um, oh, yes, 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 yes. She was a counselor. She was in the counselor. Yeah. Um, she got an interesting facial shape. She- uh, She's, she, she's pretty but like unconventional pretty. yeah very unconventional but yes very pretty and it's like the guy who played uh, Doctor Who I think a couple years ago uh, the creepy looking one one without it? any eyebrows yeah I know exactly he's so fucking creepy very looking very creepy yeah um, 
It's another zombie movie. Oh, Stanley Tucci's in there, by the way. As I said, that looks like Stanley Tucci. As a smart zombie. I'm a big fan of Stanley so Tucci. So it's apparently a, a story about like a bunker that houses the last vestiges of humanity, and uh, the, the Doctor Who guy can speak zombie language and then they capture stanley tucci who can speak human language and it's like an interrogation between the two of them but then uh zombies raid the place and i guess it turns into like a escape drama of some sort it, it looked kind of it looked cheap but it looked kind of fun stanley tucci cracks me up because he's one of those guys he's one of those guys that like um we talked about it for Digstown, uh the warden that the actor who plays the warden in Digstown, yeah. like he just is like he he just comes off funny no matter how serious he's trying well, to be. That just, guy in particular, like his hair is always just yeah, mussed up yeah. in just the right way. But Stanley Tucci is the same for me. I'm like I can't take him seriously. Yeah. Like even when he's trying to be serious, like he's still funny. Yeah, Kyle's talking about the guy who played Kuato yeah. in uh, Total Recall. Yes, like for a more solid reference. If or the uh, I, I wouldn't expect everyone out there. Seen Airheads, if you've seen Airheads, he's yeah. the. And, uh, oh, you're a Marine, huh? And uh, Starship Troopers, he <laughs> plays the the general that they try to save from uh, from the fort right before it gets raided. Ooh, Community. If you haven't watched Community, it's a great TV series. Get it on Blue. Oh, the complete, the complete series. series. That's really funny. 2009 to 2015. Very underrated. Yeah. One of the Raider has Childish Gambino, or as you know him, Donald Glover. <laughs> uh, uh, Chevy Chase. Yeah, uh, tangent for me... Um, I did not really watch Community, but I absolutely should have because um, I've talked about this before. There was a website called Channel 101 that my friend and I were kind of obsessed with in high school. Mm -hmm. Um, It was a website based out of L.A. where they would host five-minute internet shows, and every month um, they would screen these submissions to a live audience, and the audience would vote on which show they wanted to see more of. And all like I think the top five shows that got the most votes would win the right to continue their show, and if you didn't get enough votes and you were like on episode three, the show would be canceled. Mm. So regardless of what you had planned, um, you could keep making, it, of course, but you couldn't have it hosted on their website. Anyway, <clears throat> that website was like masterminded by Dan Harmon, oh, okay. who created Community, and a lot of the people from that website have gone on to do pretty amazing fucking things since i was in high school like dan Harmon's kind of on top of the world um justin roiland who has that rick and morty show came from channel 101 drew carey had a show on there at one point i think donald glover's doing pretty well right now if i'm not mistaken uh Um, (laughs) that was me being sarcastic (laughs) but channel 101 uh, was and uh what's his face uh randall park uh who is on uh, that fresh off the boat show Mm-hmm. And, he, and he was in the the interview that James Franco movie where I didn't watch it um, I can't he's, he's a Korean comedian guy that um, is now known by mainstream audiences and is recognizable And I think I like Jared Leto better than I like uh, James Franco <laughs> wow I wow I, I that says a lot but yeah um, just like me, take, me just me gushing about Dan Harmon and at least what, what can, he meant to me I can take Jared Leto seriously when he wants me to Oh, and that's all the time. Yeah. I, 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 he, sometimes I can do it. I could not. 2049, man. I just couldn't do it. Sorry. No. You deserved your best supporting for uh, Dallas Buyers Club, sir. But oh, Have you ever seen uh, City by the Sea? It's like James Franco is a crack addict. 
Yeah, that's what that's what everybody tells me. Oh, you don't think? Okay, okay, you need to watch. No, no, no. I'm saying it's bad. Oh, <laughs> I'm saying it's very. I thought bad. it was the one that people. What, what's the one that everyone tells me? Like, oh, Disaster Artist, he was very good. I will give him that. See, I watched um, Spring Breakers. Paulo Alto, he's supposed to be good. I saw Spring Breakers and like I want my time back. I want all of it back that I just <laughs> spent watching that. Well, that was stupid a Harmony movie. Korean movie. I mean, if if you didn't know that going in, you should have. <laughs> it wasn't my decision. Oh. Gotcha. Oh, oh, oh! I am vengeance. Generic ass title, but uh, it's got a lot of uh, uh, stars from looks like independent film festivals. Oh, I'm sure it's all bullshit. But uh, for me, <laughs> <laughs> notice how dismissive I am. Uh, Stu Bennett. Uh, is he a, is he a stuntman turned actor that I don't know about? You almost had it. <laughs> I, I, I believed in you, Kyle. Stu Bennett. Uh, went by the name Wade Barrett as a professional wrestler. Oh, okay. Only a few years ago. Um, his arc as a wrestler was always funny to me because like, he got this big push and like he had a whole stable. like He had a whole army of guys and they were going to beat up John Cena. And then John Cena like beat up all eight of them in one night and it destroyed all of their momentum, including his. And then uh, they didn't know what to do with him. So he, he just sat on the mid card for years. And then like my brother and I used to joke that like he came back after a break and all of a sudden he had like abs oh. it's like oh he hit the gym and he hasn't had a carb in like five years <laughs> and, and then like they tried to push him again and that didn't work out and uh now he's doing movies uh he did a movie with scott adkins like a couple years ago um and he's just a gigantic british man uh he did a movie with colin farrell actually i forget what it was called but my brother said it wasn't bad i keep meaning to watch uh the lobster and uh <laughs> The lobster, the killing of a sacred deer. Oh, I yeah. just, I just can't bring myself. I know that it's going to be heavy, and I just can't bring myself to watch it. You got to be in a mood for those. It, I haven't watched hard. them either, but uh, they're both supposed to be divisive, but good. It's like not ev- not everyone's cup of tea, but those are the I, movies I, I care. I feel like I would like them. As I said, Jared's like it's not everyone's cup of tea. I'm like, well, I'm probably gonna like it then, because I like nothing but trouble. <laughs> this is true. Prehysteria. Prehysteria <laughs> is getting a Blu-ray release on October 23rd. Oh my goodness. I Get will... your wallet ready. Yeah, <laughs> save up. Save them $25 or whatever, because Prehysteria is coming home. It's that little shit heel from uh, Last Action Hero. Oh, shit. Great movie. <laughs> oh, Albert Band. I wonder if he's related to Charles Band. I don't know, but I was thinking Charles Dance in uh, uh, oh, well, Last Action Hero. I mean, Anybody... I've just I'm shot, just a, shot a man, <laughs> <laughs> and I don't even care. <laughs> God damn it! Oh, he was good. wonderful in that movie. That that movie holds up. If you go back, it absolutely holds up. Apparently, it's a case of like an absolutely like magnificent script that was butchered. But you know, if you ask me, it's an okay film. I, it's great. I, but I, I yeah, the, had so the, much fun with it. The buzz around the script when it was being shopped around with it was this work of art. Really? Yeah, um, that's my brother, and like his. My brother has a friend who was like really into this movie, I and like it. did a lot of digging. And uh, apparently, we could have gotten something much, much better. I don't know about that because, like, I still like it. We're, I'm it's a, fine. We're both huge Arnold fans. Like yeah, that. I mean, got my boy Tom Noonan, Charles Dance is great. Charles Dance is great, but like Arnold is playing, got Megadeth in it. Well, he's playing. <laughs> he's playing a caricature of himself. It's very meta in what he's doing. Like he's making fun of his one-liners. Rubber baby baggy bumpers. But he just is so like some of his like his 
it's where Arnold has legit comedic timing, and it's not him like stick around. It's like, like, did, is that all the weapons? Yes. <laughs> yes, <that's all. laughs> yes. But his delivery is just so perfect. <laughs> yes. No, I I enjoy Last Action Hero. It's not perfect, but it's a lot of fun. Um, Get Shorty is that the prequel to? Be cool. Yes, it is. That is the worst movie I've ever seen. <laughs> what? The worst movie? You've it's ever... the worst movie I've ever seen. Collector's edition. Why is it the worst movie you've ever seen? Have you watched it? <laughs> I have. Have you? Can you keep vomit down while Vince Vaughn's on screen? Can you handle John Travolta at all in that movie? It is. It's fine. unwatchable. It's... Unwatchable. I mean, may, I'm a little bit older than you. Maybe like the the 90s, Go back. Maybe the '90s backwash is like tolerable. Oh, for me. it is. It is 2002. It's like 2002 on the nose. Like 1995. It, no, that's Get Shorty. I'm oh, talking, you're talking about, about Be Cool, cool. Okay. not Get Shorty. I'm sorry, not Get Shorty. Well, I mean, The Rock was fun. Go back. Go back. The Rock watch. was fun. It's more, don't don't take that from me. It's <laughs> god awful. You're talking to a former wrestling, a reformed wrestling fan. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's been off the wagon a few times. Yeah, it's a process. God damn it! This is why we have the podcast on a Tuesday or Thursday because he's probably watching Monday Night Raw. Don't tell them that. Don't, don't tell people that. <laughs> uh, what else we got here? Um, yeah, not much else for me. I'm spontaneous combustion. This is a Toby Hooper movie sp- starring Brad Dourif, oh, okay. who came up during our our previous recording earlier today. I like Brad. I uh, I mixed up Stephen Dorff and uh, Brad Dourif. Yeah, they both have Dorf in their names. So I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. I actually just rewatched Fellowship of the Ring, uh, and I'm about to sometime this week, and probably after I watch Mandy, I'm gonna watch uh, the Two Towers, just because yeah. I'm going back through the trilogy right now. Gotcha. Um, po- Post Apocalypse Collection: oh, The New Barbarians, 1990, The Bronx, Bronx Warriors, and Escape from the Bronx. So, I have a theory about Blu-ray releases today. Mm-hmm. Um, there are several. YouTube personalities today that uh, make their livings uh, reviewing schlocky movies, like speci- specifically bad movies from typically like a certain era, so like late seventies, early eighties. Mm. Um, basically, they're people that are just like hunting, hunting down crap and bringing it to the bringing it to light and tearing it to shreds for our benefit. Gotcha. And it's immensely enjoyable. Uh, Red Letter Media is like to me the foremost. I I really get a kick out of them. I, I, I love. I love everything they do. So if you're listening, props. props. Um, my theory, though, is that there are people gobbling up distribution rights for these shitty-ass movies hmm. um, based on on what these online reviewers are bringing to the surface. So I know for a fact The New Barbarians was one of the movies that they covered on their, on their chintzy YouTube channel. Hmm. <laughs> and I think it's just like responding to the demand that's like they're most of these movies that they're screening for these youtube series are on vhs and are only available on vhs and so i'm guessing like these blu-ray distributors are gobbling up the rights and just like fine tracking down like the masters of these and remastering them and putting them on shelves because there's dorks out there who want to see what their their idols from the internet are are watching i'll pay i'll pay upwards to no more than 200 but i will pay comfortably well over a hundred dollars for a remastered version of dead alive oh yeah um so this was actually one of the first times i used this website was 
uh, for Kyle anyway, was to see if any Blu-rays existed of Dead Alive. Mm -hmm. And there is one, but it got really shitty reviews. Like, the image quality, I've seen screenshots of it, it does not look full HD. The image quality of the DVD is, it's not good. Oh yeah, I think we both have the same... Yeah. copy of it on dvd and yeah it it's it, hard to get through it, it's a little rough to look at yeah <laughs> especially on like a, a good quality hd television i mean they've got to be working on a remastered version of it you would think peter would jackson's think so. name would would carry some fucking weight <laughs> you would think so jesus I mean, <laughs> but i mean the the camera that it shot on was just it was not good <laughs> it's the finest that new zealand had to offer <laughs> seriously they got it from australia from like the 80s I'm sorry, they got it from Australia from like the 70s or something. <laughs> that came out in like the late 80s, early 90s. That was like 90. I think 1990. I think, so. I think you're right. It looks like it came from the 70s just from that picture. <laughs> it looks like a, like, a, like a TV, like a sitcom that you'd see in the dentist office in, in like New Zealand or Australia. I'm picturing Peter, Peter Jackson turning a yeah. crank, like <laughs> hand crank. Yeah. You know, like the, the camera that they're lugging around in his version of King Kong? That's exactly what I was thinking. that shit. <laughs> Twas beauty killed the beast. It was just so funny about Jack Black. Just picturing like, Peter Jackson that. coming up from behind the camera during that take. And he's like, is it the beast you got? <laughs> I'm going to ask him a couple. If I ever met Peter Jackson, I'm like, you're a genius. Can we get Dead Alive on a good Dead Alive Blu-ray? Jack Black? <laughs> Why? Huh? What? 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 <laughs> you find his rules! <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe he made him laugh or something. Maybe he liked having him around. See, I, I, year one is a, like, Jack Black has a style, um, and it's a lot of ribbon to do's, um, and a lot of high energy, but year one, I, might be one of his best movies, because he's so funny in that. Oh. Everybody is so funny in that. Speaking of Jack Black, um, I mentioned that website, Channel 101. Mm-hmm. He was on there. No kidding. Tenacious D were in the movie Biodome with Polly Shore and <laughs> Stephen Baldwin. <laughs> Pop-up video. Pop-up Yeah, he fought a werewolf in Channel 101, and he got a... Dan Harmon farted a laser through his mouth to kill him. Jesus. Oh, that's why he was... Oh, he was on Community. Oh, he, he was. was. He was he on was. episode See, of Community. I didn't watch Community, but... That was him calling in a favor. He's so funny on his episode. That's great. That you know what? I'm giving, him, I'm giving him a bad rep because I hated the School of Rock, and I think that's what's happening right now. Have you ever seen Jack Black on uh, Korean variety television? No, <laughs> but I don't think I've ever wanted to watch anything more than I it is, do now. It is so fucking hilarious. Mm. You need to I'm look it up, my to friend. Watch it. My friend sent me a link to it like last year, and... He's on the Graham Norton show, which I, I like. I like to watch clips from that show. I'm, we're not in the UK, and it's mostly a UK show. It's on the BBC. But he's sitting with Elton John, and he's like, "Oh, I love your song. I can't think of what the name is." And so he's just like Jack Black in his way through. <laughs> and Elton John's like, "Oh, yep, uh, it's called this. Whatever it is." He's like, you <laughs> "Totally really butchered funny. my work of art, but thank you." <laughs> like, I was that, rewatching that year one. Like it's from like 2009, but it's he's so funny in there. Oh, that's a, that's a fun one. Oliver Platt though, M- MVP. MVP, yeah. favorite character actor, MVP. Yeah, he he owns that movie for the few scenes he has. <sighs> uh, I right. think you're done. Or? Yeah, let's look at one more. We'll do one more page just to see what's there. Wow, we pulled a shit page. 
<laughs> yeah, that, yeah, there's nothing on that. Um, let's do one more. Well, let's skip the 23rd. There ain't nothing coming. Let's just see what that's. Folks, the 23rd maybe not a good day. Maybe not a good day for DVDs or Blu-rays. No. That, still, wow. Let's just finish. Let's finish the month of October. See if anything great comes up. Um, for anyone out there who doesn't know this, um, Tuesday is generally the day that new movies are released. If you go to Best Buy, that's what they tell you. And other days of the week. Generally, it's just like uh, concert films and stuff of that nature. Mandy, it's getting a Blu-ray release. Oh, On damn the 30th. it! Do I just should I just wait? That's up to you. You can watch I know it right, I'm gonna... You can watch it right fucking now, Ugh. or you can wait till the well, 30th. I'll know halfway, and you could own it. I'll know halfway through if I want to watch it. Two thousand one. Oh, four K. That's right. I told you about this a long time ago. Yeah, and it's supposed to be bananas. Yeah. uh... Kyle's a huge fan of 2001 A Space Odyssey. As well, everybody should. Yeah. Um, getting a 4K release. <laughs> we can do an episode. You know, I feel that 2001 is not getting the props it deserves. Uh, <laughs> <Jesus>. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> My buddy goes, I think 2049 is better than 2001. I'm like, go oh, fuck yourself. Um, Death of a Nation, this appears to be... A documentary with not great reviews. This documentary draws parallels between Abraham Lincoln's presidency and the presidency of Donald Trump. Yeah, I'm fine. Yeah, there's a shocking number of these coming out, man. Yeah. And they're hitting theaters, too. Don't put that stuff in your brain. Yeah. Matrix Trilogy on 4K. Yeah, I'm fine. Uh, I think I think that actually came out earlier this year, but this is this must be like the box set or something. Watch the first one. <laughs> Metropolis. You know Metropolis. This is the anime? Oh, I'm, I thought you were talking about the... No, the, not the, the 1930s one. The 1930s, two and a half... No, it's, it's before that. It's like two and a half hours in silent, I think. Yeah. Um, no, this is the 2001 pseudo-adaptation. This is based on a manga. Um, I didn't watch it. You let me borrow it, but I didn't watch it. Yeah, good job. You're, good, you're a good friend. <laughs> you, gave, you gave me the Gamera tr- trilogy. And you watched one of them. I watched one Again, of them. you're such a great friend. Hey, man, I haven't given you a trilogy to watch. True, I guess. Um, the Spy Who Dumped Me. Oh, that looks kind of funny. Is that Mila Kunis? I see. Yeah. Yeah, and, and Kate, then McKinnon. Kate McKinnon. Always, always a charm. Always funny. Yeah, always worth your time. Oh, I was, I don't, I was watching. Uh, just for funsies, I was watching. Um, no, no, no. I was, I just finished watching The Evil Dead. And I was just, just real quick. I'm like, I'm gonna change the pace and watch something funny. And for some reason. Uh, I gotta show you this after this this Ryan Gosling clip from Saturday Night Live that was really funny. I'm like, I want to watch that again. And then a Kate McKinnon sketch came up. I was crying laughing. I forget how funny she is. Uh, what else we got here? That's pretty much it. Valley Girl. That's like a that's like a torso again an Arrow release. So Ooh, this is probably a that slasher like movie. Fun. Sergio Martino. So it's an Italian slasher. Interesting. Film. That's I. 1973. That's pretty early actually. I'm not really I'm not really caught up on the Italian cinema. I will be soon though once I get my Blu-ray player. Oh yeah, Kyle's very intrigued by Suspiria. No, oh, no, I've seen Suspiria. I the just... Dario Argento oeuvre. <laughs> I really wish I bought it on I wanted it on Blu-ray so bad, yeah. but I've only seen it the one time for class and Kyle's I Kyle's all about the Giallo films. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it seems actually like that's a subgenre that would really work for you. The mm-hmm. You know, colored lighting, visual, like, like just... a lot of psychological horror on top of like explicit horror. Mm-hmm. Seems like your your niche. Maybe yeah. maybe you should do some research. Like yeah. get a get a book about it. <laughs> I'm gonna get a read book. a book. <laughs> get a book about Italian cinema. Uh, 
Slender Man. <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> Slender Man movie. Looks pretty. I'm going to guess Doug Jones. Uh, I'm guessing CGI something or other. I'm, I'm going to say mocap. I heard, Jones. It's, I heard it's really bad. And um, I'm sure it's not good. Bill Murray stories. Nope. Fine. Life lessons learned from a mythical man. I'm fine. Um, I don't know what that is, but I'm guessing it's a documentary. I know Big Bill Bill Murray's a big, big, big deal, but I like every every one of five movies he does. And yeah, I, I mean, I there's guess. a few other minor releases here, but I think that's that's it for the month of October. Yeah, I've got a, definitely some good ideas for something we can do, but uh, yeah. Yeah, this was a fun project. We yeah. should do this again. Try it out in November. See what happens. Yeah. All right. Well, All right. thanks for listening, folks. Hopefully uh, we'll be catching up on cinema next time. Correct.